we're going to make art about what we were living at the time, about our dreams, and about anything we chose. We were not going to stay in a, in a little box. Yo. What's up? What's up, man? Hey. Hey, how are you? We have a an artist today, man. Yeah, man. We're here at the um HCO. HCO. At the Art Collab. At the what? Art Collaboration. Oh yeah, for local yeah. artists of mm, Burlington. Burlington, okay. Elements County and yeah. any other surrounding areas. We found amazing. We found we found an amazing guy to talk to. Yes. Hey. If you introduce yourself, sir, I'll be yeah, grateful. Uh, my name's Kevin Harden. Um, I am a freelance graphic designer, illustrator, painter, whatever else is related to art. And um, my degree is in graphic design. Mm -hmm. That's why I work in technology at North Carolina A&T. Partly because the joke was I went to school for four years and paid you know $20,000 for education. And Shit. now I work... Not in graphic design. So. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like the um, the most common thing that happens? People go to school for something and they end up not doing that? I don't know, man. It's The reason why I don't do it is, well, I do on the side. Like That's my side hustle, as I say. Mm -hmm. But um, I recently got back into illustration very heavily, mm -hmm. um, doing prints, going to comic book conventions. Oh, that's cool. Uh, doing a lot of these local art things because, you know, I love doing art and... I don't feel like it could sustain me and pay the bills. Mm. There's artists out there who do, but I do like a kind of a niche, you know, like comic book art, like illustrations, like Marvel characters, DC characters. Oh, that's dope. And it makes some money, but, you know, selling like a $5 print as opposed to like a $1,500 sculpture or however many dollars. Like $20,000 painting. Yeah, dude, it's, it's <laughs> weird, like... The stuff that I do is, I love doing it. You do it for the love of it. Not yeah, I mean, money. I I love, you know, I like you said, just I I love doing it because I just love art. You get like a like a, like a dopamine kick out of it. I mean, I wish I could say that, but <laughs> um, I really just make a mess at home, and my wife yells at me, <laughs> and um, then I have to suffer the consequences. Yeah, it's so true. That's what got you into art, man? Uh, well, I've I've been drawing since I was, since I could hold a pencil. Mm. Um, so I went, you know, as I said before, I went to school for graphic design, but all through, like, high school was when I knew I wanted to be an art major, whether it was, like, fine art, whether it was kind of, I'd never gotten into graphic design until college. Like, that mm -hmm. was the first time I'd ever used, I mean, I used, like, Microsoft Paint to do yeah. like contour drawings mm -hmm. on the computer, which is yeah. which was weird for Windows XP or yeah, whatever yeah. it was. But when I had my first introduction into graphic design was was freshman year of college, and it was it hooked me. So it's pretty dope. How do you how do you do? I, I from from my personal point of view or from my personal experience. How do you sustain that drive that keeps you painting, drawing, and doing things like that? Because I was always very into painting and mm -hmm. drawing. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I was, you know, okay. You know, I would, like, draw, like, like um, Dragon Ball Z, you know, yeah, yeah. Goku, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and I would draw those by hand. I think and everybody did that. Yeah, right? And they look okay. And so um, 
and then I got into the you know the, the brush painting, the oil painting, mm. and but I stopped because for some reason I just I don't know if I don't know if it's like mean or rude to say like kind of I didn't, I don't feel like I grow out of it because I'm going back into it now, but something happened that I don't know what happened in my life where I got completely like distracted from that and I went completely the opposite way like yeah I mean you know creating anything is requires some kind of drive like whether you have just this high energy high focused you know I want to create I want to do this yeah I've I've been in bands before and high school was in marching band Uh, I was like the typical geek in high school Mm -hmm. like I did marching band um I did um, I was in bands. I did art, um, and I liked school. So I, I, you know, I, that was my focus was doing good in school, so I could go on and, you know, do good in college. Mm. The better I did in college, the more I applied myself, the more opportunities and chances I got outside of college. I didn't apply myself like I should have. Like working at A and T, I see all these kids are double majoring in things, and you know they have. You know, they're double majoring in criminal justice, double majoring in this, this, and this. And, like, these kids nowadays are, you know, they want to make money. That's that's their thing is they want to make money. Yeah, yeah I mean, that like, they have that high drive where they want to make sure, you know, they want to, for one, make money. Two, they want to be successful at it. And three, you know, they want to have a life. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if mine got flipped. Like, I wanted to have a life. I wanted to be successful. And no matter what I did, I didn't make the money. So, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of one of those odd situations where, you know, like right out of, like in college, I started um, like a t-shirt line. Oh, that's cool. So I started doing, started getting t-shirts printed and started doing that. So I would go around. I had a lot of friends who were in music, who were in the hardcore music scene. So I would go to shows and sell stuff. And I would make, you know, a couple hundred dollars a night selling t-shirts. And I was 20 years old. So that's dope. Yeah, you know, I made, you know, a killer, you know, a killer amount of money, but, you know, I didn't have, I loved doing it, but I started just mass producing. I started just doing all these designs. Oh, yeah. So I started just, you know, the, the, the quality suffered because I was just, I had like 15 shirt designs and it's hard to display 15 shirt designs where now if I got back into like designing yeah. t-shirts that I would just have like a core you know, core amount of stuff, and then it would be, you know, I, I feel like the the quality would be up there. But, you know, I think I'm way too far off of the original question. No, 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 but, no, no. go ahead, go ahead. But, <laughs> no, I think, um, you know, if you can find that, that work-life balance, which is I always talk to people at work about it, you know, that work-life balance, as long as you can, as long as you're happy creating art, you're happy, you know, working full-time, you're happy, you know, being at home with family, you know, as long as that life balance, you know, is even, you know, the more I sat, cause I don't, we have a, we live in a small home and we only have two bedrooms and they're really small and you make a mess everywhere. Yeah. It's terrible. So I have a little coffee table. I bring out all my art and I have my art in boxes and my wife's a hairstylist. So she has closets full of her product. <laughs> And she can't get rid of the product, <laughs> so she can't just declutter because she has to use that for work. Huh. So I'm, I have stuff under beds, I have stuff in my closet, and uh, when I did the painting for the art collab, um, I did it. I worked on it outside, and I set it in the living. I used spray paint on it, so it smelled terrible. 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I put it in the living room and it sat in the living room in various forms of completion <laughs> for like a week. Uh-huh. And my wife finally got fed up and put it outside. Um, so it's, you know, when my art starts to overtake like our personal life, yeah, you know, that life, that seesaw kind of, it, it, it kind of leans yeah. more toward the art. So for me, it's, you know, continuing getting back on the question, finding the drive <laughs> is for me, finding that balance where I can create, I can do stuff and, um, my, you know, my life with, you know, with family, life with friends and with work, you know, it's all on an even playing field. So that for me, that's, that's the drive that I have. You incorporate it somehow into your, yeah, I try to like, you know, my wife's out for some, uh, bridal shower tonight with, and going out with friends. So my life at home, we don't have internet because of the hurricane. So <laughs> Me too. I'm out, out and about, just trying to find stuff to do. Yeah. Um, when I should be at home, painting, hanging, hanging out with the dogs, watching the office, drawing, and. But hey, you need to, you need to like. Um, who said? I think Einstein said that whenever you get, uh, in in a, like um mind fuck, where you cannot come up with an answer or or the of the drive to do anything, you should do something mundane. Mm-hmm. And and when you're doing mundane things, usually you have more sparks of inspiration to do mm-hmm. better at whatever you do. Yeah, I mean, I I can absolutely, one hundred percent back that statement because when I'm in, I think the reason why I got really back into illustration was, um, I got back into comics. Mm. Yeah, I've always read comics. When I, you know, and then in high school, what's your favorite comic? My favorite comic right now, or like of all time, all time. All time, Jim Lee, 1992 X Men. Uh, they first released it. I had the cool gatefold cover mm-hmm. with all the X Men fighting Magneto. Uh, and um, I read it so much that the cover ripped off. <laughs> Damn. And man, I'm so how much is that. that worth now? If you have like one intact, uh, I mean, it's probably a, it's a pretty penny. Yeah. So I mean, if you can get it graded and all this other stuff, I won't go into that. That's not you for can. This, that's not for this podcast. Uh. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, there's. You could make some money off them. I got some friends who who have made you know a couple thousand dollars selling comics. So. Holy cow, that's cool. And that went back into buying more comics. So that's cool. That's another bad habit, but it's cool. So you know something that you say that kind of caught my attention was that when you said that when you started mass producing your your art, you started declining on your quality of the art. Mm-hmm. It in um, I'm from a a town in in Mexico where. There's a lot of like uh, artisans, and they do they do like uh, quilts, mm-hmm. and and um, and yeah, I think it's, it's right to quilts, but they're very high quality quilts. Mm-hmm. It's like they use different kinds of uh, silk and stuff like that, and to make one, it takes like I don't know, two weeks, three weeks just to yeah. make one, you know. And so when when a lot of like people from other countries that went there and bought one, and then they got the idea to like mass produce them. And they try to get people to mass produce them, and um, they are low quality or fucked mm-hmm. up quality. Yeah. And their kids don't want to learn to do their craft; they want to fucking you know do something else with their life. And so, I think that when we, as people, don't don't like incorporate some kind of like art or fine art or fine craft into our life, it's because we're so freaking distracted from from things from our own life because we're bombarded by these fucking commercials and and, mm-hmm. and and this you know how do you say it i guess definition of success of uh, yeah uh we have uh this preconceived notion of uh 
of so much pressure from society itself you know like um you say that you you have other friends uh, majoring in social uh, and uh, justice mm -hmm. and uh all that stuff but uh i feel like we get caught up with the definition of what money is and success is that we're like oh man like i see all these people being successful and happy you know mm -hmm. they have like this straight pathway to what uh we think happiness is yeah and uh we just want to feel that so therefore we want to we land latch into anything that's going to produce any type of profit mm -hmm. quick and profit. yeah quick, quick profit, profit you know yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so i think it's like what you said you know they they see that quick pathway and yeah. you know think about all the things like the stuff that i've done in life you know i've had i have good friends you have a great family um you know we have great relationships all around and you know because i took time you know i didn't take that you know, I could yeah. have still worked at Papa John's and, and been a general manager of a store by myself yeah, and, and make a ton of money. Yeah. But, you know, I preferred to kind of stay in the weeds so I could enjoy what I was doing. But, exactly. Um, you know, it's, you know, if, if you're happy, you know, that straight shot making money, yeah. and you're happy with that, you yeah, know, of then, then I'll be, you know, I'll be it. You but, know, you know, I think it. that sometimes, like he said, that quick shortcuts that we think, it, 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 we we express that even in our own thinking and 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 when we think that we are happy because we are you know we have a good job or or money or whatever but you go home and every time you every night when you, we go home we're like look at ourselves in the mirror and be like fuck you're so fucking bad look at your fucking face you're so disgusted you know and i mean you could say i'm happy because i have money but the money that doesn't necessarily reflect your happiness you know mm -hmm. well it's like what you said earlier about you know, when they mass produce the quilts. So in, in, you know, when I started doing graphic design, I started doing a lot of cut paper and I started doing a lot of, of like, you know, collage and different things like that. So the, the more times you make a copy of a copy, the more, you know, degraded yeah. it gets. So mm -hmm. in the more times that you mass produce, you know, you copy a copy of a copy, it's lower quality. So the, you know, the, you know, no matter what you do, not even just art, but the more, the more of yourself you put into whatever you do, you know, I, in my opinion, that you know, the the better product you get. Yeah. You know, whether yeah, it's course. you know your love life, whether it's your marriage, whether it's art you do, whether it's just you know, anything that you do in life, as long as you are putting, you know, they the push of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So the um. So Ron Swanson said a quote on Parks and Rec. So this is one of my favorite things. <laughs> I, love, I, love, says, I love that guy. He says, you know, never half-ass, you know, two two things when you can whole-ass one thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and his chairs, when he was making his chairs. Yeah, dude. So, you know, the more that you're, you know, I'm doing this with life, you know, I'm pouring everything I, uh, I am into True. this stuff. Yeah. You know, the, the, the better quality it's going to be. And you know that's just it a, is true. That's just it, everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's just your opinion. I feel like that's kind of like a fact, you know. Yeah. It's like the more the more of yourself that you put on something, the more dedication you have to something. Obviously, the product is gonna be fucking amazing, you yeah. know. If you spend like, I don't know, some people some people can like that guy was saying like I just paint do this and that and that and it's fucking cool and I like yeah. it. Yeah. Some people can't do that, but me, I have to like stay there and like look for different angles and be like I'm gonna do that. You know, and like, and like, take time from do it, from doing it, right? Yeah, I mean, it definitely takes. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like once you get that little spark in your brain, whatever that is, you know, 
I mean, there's nothing stopping you, you know. Yeah. However, however long that spark or that uh, motivation lasts, you know, I mean, you can do amazing things, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, the matter is that how how are you gonna be able to sustain it, you know? How uh, where wh- where are you gonna get the drive from? Are you gonna get the drive from validation from anybody else mm-hmm. around you? Yeah. Or are you gonna get that drive from your own self satisfaction of what you're making? It's actually uh, helping you grow in yeah. some in some way. You oh, know? absolutely. So uh, I feel like if if you find something that you like, I feel like it's sort of a journey, you know, because you might have like the the energy to do it. Like, oh man, you paint it in your in your in your head, you know, a mm-hmm. certain way, in, in and you're like, oh man, this could be amazing, amazing. But then when you start taking action, you know, and you you start doing it, and all of a sudden you're probably not getting the feedback from other people mm-hmm. that you might you might want to. Then you yeah. start getting discouraged. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I could I, absolutely see that. Yeah, and I feel it's happened like, to me. So yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's the turning point, you know, whether uh, you're gonna keep going or not, mm-hmm. you know, because once you once you go over that plateau, I mean, it's gonna be like even better or worse, depending on how you wanna see it. Yeah. Well, like when I sat down to work, I, I picked up this you know four by four sheet of plywood you know forever ago. It sat in the in my shop for forever until I was like, man, I've got to get, I've got to you know, get my ass in gear and actually start painting this. And I sat down and I went and got some spray paint, spray the background. And um, so I was sitting there. I probably did, you know, like seven or eight different sketches of the same idea, trying to figure out how I wanted to lay it out. And I just stopped. Yeah. And I just went on with my life. And just one day I was listening to music and I had my, my, um, iTunes on shuffle yeah. and a song, um, by the, you know, the, the painting says awaken hope within hatred mm-hmm. and you know, the, the band is Shahalud and they're really the, the song is, you know, talks about, um, uh, inspiring, um, you know, hope within hatred insight from outrage. And it's a really, you know, it's kind of a, a it's a really, it's a hardcore song yeah. and, um, you know, the song came out like 15 years ago and it's still just a killer song now. And the song came on and I was like, shit, I'm doing a painting with that, <laughs> with those lyrics on it. Yeah. And, you know, like, I think I was at work working on a report or typing up some kind of, you know, mundane instruction. Thing. Yeah, yeah. In mundane stuff. And then the song came on and I was like, you know, the spark hit me and I was just like, man, this, I've, I've got to do this. Yeah. And, it was as I mean, like what you said. You know the you know you that spark. I feel like when you do the art, it should be for yourself. Yeah. If other people likes it, cool. Yeah, cool. But if you actually do it for other people, then you put uh, yourself at risk of being ridiculed and, and being like pushed back down because you build up this fucking I guess ego about your own art. Yeah. You're making it for everybody to see, and when you do that, and people tell you I don't like it. Because they might be honest, you know, you might, they yeah. might not like it. And you'll be like, oh, my God, I can't paint. I'm, I'm fucking shitty, you know? Yeah. And so when I feel like when you're painting something, you should do it for yourself. You should like it and not give a fuck what people think mm-hmm. about it. If other people like it, cool. If they don't like it, yeah. you know, go fuck themselves or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, like, I was sitting there trying to figure out what I was going to do. Yeah. And I'm I'm not a political person by any means. So I, I try and, you know, I political beliefs to myself and, you mm-hmm. know, between... Um, you know, when we sit down with friends and family and they have different beliefs than us, you know, it, you know, whatever. But I try not to make political art just because that's not what I do. You know, yeah. I like being 
expressive with what I do. And, I, you know, I try and do different techniques with each painting. Um, and, um, you know, I use, you know, my personal experiences in life with music, with, you know, the artists that I enjoy, like Picasso. You know, I, I do mm. a lot of flowing stuff mm. and a lot of weird stuff with my art. And this, you know, this is probably, you know, it's got a, uh, it's got a black power hand holding bouquets of flowers mm. and, you know, I think, you know, how, cause I'm 33 now, so I have not a lot of experience under my belt, but enough to where I can kind of say I've done a lot of stuff in life and I have a lot of experiences. So I start to kind of pick, pick from those different experiences. And I guess, you know, with, with art now, you know, with my illustrations, you know, it's, you can either draw stuff from this Marvel comic or this DC comic. You know, when it comes to painting and stuff, you have a completely, you know, your, no pun intended, your canvas is blank. True. And you yeah. have just a lot of stuff you can do with it. And, you know, that's kind of the different, the the different side of how I express myself is with, you know, just. Yeah. It's like art. Art is an expression of life. Yeah. Right? It's like, it's like um in every person, like Picasso, like you mentioned Picasso, he, um some I read somewhere this, 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 um, I, this quote this is not a quote like a little paragraph yeah where they were like pretending like a blurb yeah about what Picasso would say about yeah. something you know and um, he was saying that like the way we see each other we see ourselves is like life it's like life it's like how Picasso would see life you know if Picasso were, were alive and said I'm gonna paint a portrait of you and he will paint it and then he will show it to you and they'll be like, this is nothing like me. What the fuck? Yeah. And Picasso would say, this, that's how I see you. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. It's expression of my own experience and putting on, on a canvas and putting it out there for mm -hmm. like, anybody who wants to see yeah. it. You know? Well, it's like the in, in college, I went to a, a Free Will Baptist college mm -hmm. and there were a few people on campus that, you know, they were a lot more progressive in their views and their, how they how they saw things mm -hmm. and we started talking about something one night and it was something about, you know, the Pentecostal versus Baptist or whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever denominational yeah. argument they would have. Yeah. And the weird thing was I, I brought up Einstein and I said, you know, the theory of relativity, mm -hmm. the theory of relativity state or theory of relativity state, you know, it for too long didn't read version is, you know, I see things different than you, you see, see things. Yeah. And when I understood that, I could actually say, you know, although I see things, I see you, you know, you see you as this, I can see you as something completely different. True. And that's kind of how, you know, I, I approach everyday life is, although we come from different views, mm -hmm. I see you differently than you see yourself, but I understand that. And but I can I, show you my true self. If I exactly, paint something, yeah. you can see who I am by using what I paint, right? Yeah. Sometimes. So, and I, you know, working, doing a lot of these um, art exhibits, you know, you see a lot of local artists that, you know, there's people who've been through, you know. Mm, yeah, fucked up shit. Know, yeah, I mean, just yeah. awful stuff, but, you know, they have a positive outlook on life, and, and they're using that to, sh you know, they're expressing themselves through their art, and, you know, that, that. That's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, you're expressing yourself, and that's. A fantastic way to to live life is expressing yourself. You kind of feel like sometimes they're purging that negativity some through the art. You know, when you yeah. some painters have these very dark paintings, mm -hmm. and they, I mean, I feel like that's like a release for them to take some all this fucking yeah. darkness out of them. I mean, yeah, 
like Picasso, he went through. He was fucking crazy, bro. Dude, he was insane. Yeah. And it's like a lot of the old, you, know, you don't hear about artists, you know, cutting their ears off or <laughs> sucking on their brushes with oil paint all over like Van Gogh did. But, you know, you hear some crazy stuff, you know, that, that these artists went through, um, you know, I he was a schizophrenic, right, Picasso? Yeah, I think Picasso, he, you know, he was Spanish. He went through, um, you know, a couple, couple of wars. Um, you know, he, I don't even know how many wives he had. A few. He was a known womanizer. Yeah. Um, but he still created some of the, like, the most iconic art. You know, like Guernica in Spain was the the piece of art that, you know, inspired, uh, well, when we did art history in high school, I thought it was the dumbest stuff in the world. Why? I was like, I just hated art history. I'm like, I don't care about art history. I want to know. I want to do art right now, and I don't care about art in the past. Oh, yeah, yeah. But. Well, you're young. You're, you're we're yeah, stupid, Yeah, I was man. just like, I don't care about art. Yeah. Like, if I'd gone to, like, an art museum, I think we, we did go to art museum when I was in fifth grade, and we went, and I didn't really care. I didn't really give a crap yeah, about yeah. the art, but. I can totally relate to that. Yeah. So in, in high school, when we started doing art history, I was like, man, I really like Picasso. This is pretty cool stuff. Yeah. And in college, we did you know, more art history. Um, and then I had a chance to go see Picasso in person, or not him in person, <laughs> his art in person, yeah. uh, like a couple summers ago in New York, one with the MoMA. Mm-hmm. And some of the coolest stuff in the world. Yeah. I mean, I was just like the verge of tears. And my wife was like, what's wrong? I'm like... It's beautiful. It's Picasso. Wow. It's three musicians. Look at that. Yeah. It's it's crazy. So, yeah. but um, yeah. that's something crazy, right? That paint, like music, painting, poetry, can touch you in in in, in ways that not like not like like normal things can. You know, like sometimes you you hear a song, and that song has the power to touch your feelings. Yeah. And exp- and, and like make you cry. Well, it's like, hey, we're doing a podcast. We're doing a really cool podcast. But have you had this piece of pizza? Like it satisfies an urge that yeah. you have. And I guess that's kind of how art, music, mm. you know, whatever else, you, you know, it satisfies an urge that, you know, like you want to express yourself, but you don't know how. So here's music. Here's yeah. art. You know, here's cooking. Here's garden. You know, here's whatever, whatever you want to do. And it satisfies something deep down inside that you really enjoy. Do you think that art is, do you think that art is innate in human nature? I think so. You think so? I think every, every human being had, they, they want to express themselves somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what it is, you know, people want to show, you know, like I, I don't like being on the forefront or I don't like being like when I had my picture taken earlier, I don't, I don't really care to have my yeah. picture taken. Yeah. I don't, I don't care about selfies. And when my wife has me take a billion pictures, you know, it gets on my nerves and she mm-hmm. can see it. But, you know, I prefer to be behind the scenes and kind of in the crowd. But um, when it comes to art, you know, that's how I express myself. And True. I think every person ever has wanted to express themselves somehow. somehow. Definitely. It's um, like, like a need, like a human need. Yeah, I mean, you What know, do you think is that, though? I don't know. You know, whether it's just like the... I guess the validation of, you know, of finishing something or completing mm. something, you know, whether, you, you know, it's just some, some office worker who, you know, is doing some kind of like an office space, a TPS report, and you're making sure your binder is full. You yeah. know, you have, mm. 
you want to have that validation of being having it done or completed. And I think that's you know when it comes to artists, I think it's it's similar. You know, you um, you have something that you know you start with a blank piece of wood and you end up with this. You know, you can do whatever you want to yeah. with it. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah, I mean, it it's is seeing cool. from start to finish. Um, I've done some some wall murals and some window murals, um, and being able to take like a blank surface and you know creating something out of it is is it's satisfying. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool. I mean, I yeah. I, I love being able to see the finished product of things. So, uh, and I guess that's just how I've always been. So, I was just wondering, um, I feel like, um, you, you, you touch very good points on our, on, on regarding like, you know, how to finish something, but sometimes we don't finish stuff mm -hmm. and people find it like beautiful, you know, or yeah. like, it's, it's not the, it's not the product that, uh, we're probably aiming for. Because I had a friend, uh, you know, she told me that she she did a painting, you know, self-portrait herself, and uh, she hated it, mm -hmm. and she didn't know what else to do. So she started writing, I don't know, I don't know, everywhere around the picture, and then she was like, oh, whatever, you know, I'm gonna yeah. get, it. I'm gonna get like a like crappy ass gray or something. No, it's awful. And then when people saw it, it was like, wow, that shit's beautiful. <laughs> 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 they, were, they were like, they were like, just like, wow, like just like amazed and astonished by what they saw you know and uh i was like well you know like either way i mean are we just looking for a way to like connect with people or are we looking for a connection when we're actually trying to express ourselves at the end of the day i think that what what that i feel that your story what it, what it means is because there's, there's a, there's a, zen, a zen, zen story about a monk, um, who, a, master, a master Buddhist monk, who was um, an artist. He do calligraphy, you know, and, and they do calligraphy mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So his student, who was very talented um, artist too, was sitting next to him. And so he was like doing the calligraphy, you know. And the student would say, oh, you can do better than that. And he would throw that away and try it again. He would be like, oh, you can do better than that. And he will try again, you know. And he will keep saying that, yeah, you can be better than that. And so he had to go take a dump, the the guy. And so he went to take it to the dump. And the guy was like, hurry, before he comes back. He did it really fast, you know. Mm -hmm. And when he came back, he said, oh, a masterpiece, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, when I feel like when, when we do those things, it's because in a way, the more effort and the more perfect you want things to be, the, the less they're actually going to be. But when you do it in a sense, when you get in this this flow of just doing things and you're flowing through it and do it fast or whatever, I feel like that's when the true essence of the art comes out and when people can ap actually appreciate that better than if you're actually trying to like do you know mm -hmm. fix every tiny detail on it. Yeah, yeah, I mean the one of my favorite illustrators is named Jake Parker, mm -hmm. and he started this thing um, you know a couple of years ago called Inktober. So he does an ink drawing every day of the month of October. Mm -hmm. And so we're, you know, 12 days deep in October and I've done three drawings. Awesome. Either from work or this or this. But his big thing is, um, you know, his, his, the quote is, you know, it's, it's finished, not perfect. Ah. Mm. So, you know, it's, I don't think I've done a single perfect piece of art in my entire life. I can always look at something and go, 
you know, like the painting I did downstairs, there's one of the flowers that I didn't outline, you mm. know, the, the center of mm. the, of this, you know, the typical flower. Yeah. And I was looking at it, I was like, I don't really care. You know, it's, I could go back in and redo it. Um, you know, when I tried to put it in the trunk of the car, it messed up another flower. And I said, I could go back in and redo it, but, you know, but I'll, isn't I that, like it how it is. So Isn't that in a way how we progress? Well, how we progress? Like, um, to see your, you know, your finished work and say, oh, I can fix that and that. And the next time you do it better, but mm -hmm. you still say, oh, I can do this and that. And the next time you do it better and you can say, mm -hmm. oh, I can do this and that, you know? And yeah, I mean, we always learn yeah. from, you know, no matter what you, like I've learned, you know, when it comes to illustration, you have know, learned that, you know, using, um, this marker looks better with this color, you know, when it comes to color theory or you know, drawing this character looks better with bold lines or mm -hmm. this character looks better with thin lines. So um, it's just practice. You know, I'm, I'm practicing. I'm, you know, they, they always say practice makes perfect. But, you know, the the better, the more you practice, the better you are at your craft. So you're the better you are at painting, the better you are at playing guitar, the better you are at this, this, and this, and this. How do you so, don't get sick of it, though? I mean, it's, you know, because there's so much stuff that you can do with art, you know, you can, you know, you can do graffiti, you can do stenciled art, you can do painting with brushes, you can do, um, you know, painting, you can do, uh, washi tape, you could do, what's that, uh, washi tape, there's an art, a piece down there that's, you know, it's, if you've ever seen like pinstriping, I've never done washi tape before, so, I'd, you know, I've done, the piece I did is actually, I, the letters actually laid out this, I used a bunch of painter's tape and made a square of painter's tape on the oh. board and I cut out the the letters, left the letters taped on there and pulled the outline or the background mm. away. So um, everything that I painted was actually, um, when I pulled off the letters, um, it pulled off, you know, the, you know, a relief of the letter. So the, the wood is still showing through the painting. Oh. Um, so that's kind of how I created that, but you know, just like using stencils, you know, you use uh, you know, a, a, almost a negative of whatever you're going to stencil, and then you can go in and spray paint it or paint it or whatever else, and you get kind of that reproduction of you know, instead of freehand and stuff, you know, it can be somewhat perfect, but um, you know, it's I don't think, like I said before, I've I've ever produced a a perfect piece of art and I don't think I ever will mm. and I have no I mean who desire says desire to who says that the, the mark of perfection in art man yeah I mean, I it, mean it's that's arbitrary that's like theory of relativity yeah yeah <laughs> my perfect is different from your perfect yeah. it's different from your perfect so it, it's yeah it's just how you see things and you know I can look at something and go you know this is great this is perfect I love how it is but at the same time you know my wife could look at it and go that gray isn't gray enough <laughs> yeah. or you know i could turn around and i could have an old art professor go yeah that's not cubism or that's not impressionism and i say it is to me that's true so yeah. and then just shrug your shoulders and walk away <laughs> yeah so yeah um that is true like we we feel like we reflect that in our culture though like like uh the i'm not gonna say the elite because that, that phrase is overused but Whoever is controlling the thing, <laughs> I feel like those people are the ones who who, who get to set 
what perfection is what, what something is perfect mm-hmm. like for example in school the intellectuals are the ones who say what well, the opinion what, what opinion is valid you know mm-hmm. like um, they say the opinion is valid because i know but who the fuck are you to know yeah. who give you the fucking power to decide my opinion is not valid and yours is just because you have more credentials i guess you know yeah but what the fuck that even means you know what i mean i, I think it's just you know like you said like the elite you know the 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 one percent or whatever you know they they make however much money out of the whole world every year um you know you know i'm happy making what i make yeah i'm I'm happy they can be happy making whatever they make and i think it's just how you approach things and how you see things um you know i could i could want all the money in the world i'm not going to get it so i just come to accept it what would you do if you gave if I had it, all the money in the world, not all the money, but you know, if I had a lot of money, like like a billion, I'd you know, I'd if if I if I had you know if I won the lottery today, yeah. Perfect. So um, I'd pay off bills, I'd pay off my parents' bills, I'd pay off our house, um, I'd pay off the cars, I'd pay off everything. I'd I would get out of debt, mm-hmm. so I would com- live go completely out of debt. Buy a little farm somewhere, adopt a bunch of dogs, paint, adopt a bunch of animals, and that's it. That's it. Whatever else we do in the rest of our lives, paint, draw, mm-hmm. cut hair, mm-hmm. grow beards, whatever you want to do with the rest of your life is, you know, it's just icing on the cake. Mm. So, What would you do, Mona? Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like, um, you know. Pretty much take care of everybody around me. Yeah. Everybody Good around to know. me first. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So tonight, what is what time is it? All right. You would take care of us on Saturday, October thirteenth. Yeah. At eight fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's recorded. It's recorded. Yeah, it's electronically recorded. <laughs> That's yeah. right. So I mean, just everybody around me, and then after that, you know, we just go. Go where? Escape from yourself. No. Wherever. Wherever. You know. I wouldn't change shit nothing might always the same thing probably just like you said pay my bills pay pay the house bills that's it maybe i get my a place a, a nice place like this mm-hmm. you know, to live on but that's it yeah nothing else i would change nothing else no. i feel like my life is beautiful as it is right now so i don't feel like money would influence any type of like interchange you know it, uh enough to to make me change who i am as a person I say that because I don't have it. But if I had it, I'd be like, bitches, yeah. fuck you, I'm moving. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what a lot of people do. Like, you always hear of people who are like, you know, they they don't want their names out there when they win the lottery. Like, there was this woman who won, like, $50 million. And I think it was in, like, Delaware or something where she wouldn't let them announce her name. Like, she wouldn't come forward. And she wouldn't let them announce her name because she knew that she would have, you know, like, X x number of people come to her and go like give me some money yeah take care of me mm. so i think i would i wouldn't I, have to that yeah. no i wouldn't want it on i wouldn't want my name on blast mm-hmm. like that yeah, I, mean, I, I really wouldn't uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm not that dumb i will give my friends ten thousand dollars each and that's it i'd be like <laughs> yeah you don't don't tell anybody i'll kill you oh yeah, yeah. I, i'll be like yeah i have money yeah. now bitch i can fucking hire somebody <laughs> to kill you <laughs> <laughs> I'll go dark web on you. And yeah. Find some weird guy. Yeah, I Damn. do it myself, bitch. I get away with it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Damn. I'll fucking snipe you from a mile away. Oof. Nah, nah. 
Oh man, well, this has been great, sir. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time, yeah, man. Thank, you, thank you so so much for coming and talking about art and your your art. And thank you for having me. Keep doing it, man. Even though I I was just told to come up here. Yeah, but, but I that's like, good. You know, like w- meet new people and talk I like about different new things. I appreciate it, man. So. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank well, you. Where can we reach you? Like, uh, yeah, because we want to do a share. So, yeah. um, I am on. Um, I have a private Facebook account. Private. Uh-huh. So you have to request I a like friendship. It pri- yeah, you got to request a friendship. Okay. okay. Um, but buttons. my Instagram is Kevin X Harden. So it's H A R D I N. Not to confuse it with Kevin Hart, people. Okay. Yeah, not Kevin Hart. I always get called Kevin Hart at work. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because I work at A&T and people think of Kevin Hart all the time. <laughs> Probably. What it is, but so. <laughs> I've, I actually have a lady who calls me Kevin Hart. And it's just our joke with each other. And she, she'll see me from across campus and yell, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, come here. <laughs> and everybody's like, where is he? But yeah, um, I'm on Instagram. Um, and I try and post. Um, if you like stuff, if you like art, um, you like pictures and videos of dogs, of our dogs. We have two dogs, um, two rescue dogs. Um, our seven chickens now. Damn. Our garden, um, and our the work we're doing in our house to renovate. I'm the Instagram to follow, I guess. Mm. And then I just post random stuff that I see all the time, just random weird stuff that I th- I think is funny that no one else probably thinks is funny. But um, it's Kevin X Harden, and uh, yeah. All right, people. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. A wonderful night. Yeah. And don't forget to tune in next time. When is next time, bro? Hopefully next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. You heard him, people. Next he week. Said no, no he pressure. said it. On October 13th. October 13th. It's recorded. 18th. Next week. All right. <laughs> All right. Don't go in, don't